Today's episode is sponsored by This Is Incense. Use the code someWouldSay20 for 20% off. Today we hear what Riley Dixon has to say about her career as a fitness coach and how more recently she has transitioned into the mindset space. We chat about how she moved her personal training platform to online coaching and how investing in her own self-development soared to an exponential growth in her business. If you want to improve your mindset and need some actionable tips, this is the episode for you. Let's get into it. Welcome, Riley, to the podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I must say that it's an amazing jingle. <laughs> oh, stop. Stop it. <laughs> Before we kick start into it, um, a question we ask all guests is, if we were to take you on a night out, what is your DJ song request and what would we order you to drink? This actually stumped me. I have to think long and hard about this. I feel like drink-wise, easy, chilli mug every single time. Oh. So what good. is it with all our guests and chilli mug? Yeah. yeah, great guests because they all love a chilli mug. Yeah, it's just, it's a classic. You can't go wrong with a chilli mug. It's yeah. like through and through, so good. And song-wise, I feel like I'm just one of those people that I, favourite song changes every minute of yeah. every day. Right now, first class. It's just, it's hitting. First class. Oh, okay. I know it. What is yeah. it? Yeah, you, you'll know it. You'll know it. Okay. You'll look afterwards. You'll be like, yeah, I get it. First class <laughs> by who? Um, oh, I think it's like a re a remake of Glamorous. Oh, oh I know oh. it. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. I do know it. Yeah. Everyone knows it. It's like trending on TikTok. Everyone Yeah. Knows it. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I was like, is that the TikTok song? <laughs> yeah. Oh, love no, it. That is a banger. So That's good. awesome. Well, for those who don't know you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and who Riley is? Of course. So my name is Riley. I am 21. I'm from the Sunshine Coast, Queensland, Australia. I am an online coach. Originally was a PT, but I'm now in fully the online space. Um, I've worked for myself since I pretty much left high school, which, um, yeah, has been an absolute dream. I just, I love working for myself. I love coaching. I love being in the online space and working with just so many incredible women. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much what I'm about. I feel like in my spare time, I'm training, I'm walking with my partner, with my friends. I have a podcast as well. So I podcast in my spare time, wow. um, but I feel like, yeah, that's, that's pretty much me. We should probably ask you what you don't do because yeah. it sounds <laughs> that like might you, be easy. It might be easier. It sounds like you do a little bit of everything. Yeah, I feel like I've got a finger in every pie at the moment. But um, yeah, I love it. I feel like podcasting is just yeah, it's a lot of fun. And yeah, the online space. I feel like you girls would know it's just so easy to like do a little bit of everything, and then you it feel is. like you're kind of just yeah in every single space. But yeah, it's really cool. Well, let's chat about at least some of the work you do. How did you get into doing what you're doing now? Yeah, so when I was in, it must have been around grade 10, during grade 10, I wasn't loving school and 
I just wasn't someone that liked to be told what to do pretty much. So I feel like during high school, I wasn't loving it too much. Um, my partner at the time and my current partner um, was sick during that year and I wasn't going to school a ton. And I sort of said to mom, I'm not loving this. I either want to dive deep into fitness and get my certs and start to become a personal trainer just so I have options going into either university or, um, you know, pursuing a, a career in personal training after school. So I um, transferred schools to a different school. And I started my Cert 3 and 4 during grades 11 and 12, and I did that as a traineeship. So I was able to kind of have a few days where I wasn't going to school, which was like a huge win for me. <laughs> I was like, anything to get me out of school at that point. Um, and I feel like I had so many spares that when I was at school, I was pretty much just in the library, like working on whatever I wanted to work on. Mm -hmm. So it was really, really cool. And I'm so glad that I did it. And being able to pursue that during high school was so cool because I left high school and I was a qualified person trainer and I signed up for uni um, and I think I got into like occupational therapy. The day before uni I was had a major freak out and I was like mom I don't want to do this I don't want to be occupational therapist like what am I going to do so we went to the uni together I swapped over to sports science and then started uni the next day so not the best wow. start to doing a degree I would say. Mm. Um, and I was in there for around four to six weeks from memory. And I was just like, I hate this. And I spent every single day planning my business in lectures and shoots or not going. And that was super, you know, apparent for me that I'm like, I don't, I don't want to be here and I'm wasting my time being here. So my parents were very much from the perspective of you study or you work full time and there's no in between. So I remember coming home to mom and dad and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to hit the unenroll button. Like I don't want any part of this. And they were like, okay, well, if you're not going to be at uni, you know the drill, you work full time. So that was very, um, I guess, motivating for me to be like, right, if I'm not at uni, I need to work full time and I'm not working for someone else who so I have to make this shit happen. For me. <laughs> oh, holy <laughs> moly. Like, Talk about putting the pressure on yourself. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. But I think I've always been, yeah, a very stubborn person. And I was like, no, nah, fuck it, I'm making it happen. So mum and dad were building an Airbnb out the back. And I was like, do you mind if I just borrow that for a few years while I start my PT? And they are super supportive. So I started face-to-face -face personal training um, out the back of mum and dad's house in the Airbnb, um, which was just like the, the home gym at the time. And I did that for pretty much all of 2019. So I graduated 2018. And then coming into 2020, of course, COVID hit. And that's when I was pretty much forced to move online, but I was already kind of making that shift. So I knew long term, I wanted to be online. And I guess now fast forward, um, you know, nearly mid 2022, I've been online um, fully for a year now and self-employed for around two and a half. Yeah. Time. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. Especially straight from school to, you know, mm -hmm. jump straight into that. That's awesome. Um, yeah. It's so funny. We spoke to Chloe Bromwich. Well, it's not funny. It's just ironic. We <laughs> spoke to um, Chloe Bromwich and she said the pretty much exactly the same thing. Like COVID really forced her to go online um, and yeah. she doesn't, um, you know, regret it at all. Like it was an amazing push for mm -hmm. her. And I've noticed even in your services that you offer, I feel like there's been a real pivot. You used to be very focused on fitness and now yeah. you can definitely tell that, you know, you're encompassing more of that mindset um, mm. aspect. Was there, was there a catalyst for that? Yeah, so I feel like definitely during COVID, as everyone knows or experienced, so much came up in terms of 
doing things for your mindset, right? And for your mental health, because we were in those lockdowns and it was so hectic and everyone was focusing a lot more on that. And it's like, get outside just to maintain good mental health, like Mm. move your body for good mental health. And I think it was the first time that I've really had to, um, yeah, face stuff that was coming up for myself, but also just work through that type of thing with clients as well. And I think with health and fitness, especially for females, I love health and fitness and I love that space, but very quickly in terms of face-to-face PT and working online, everything comes back to your mindset Mm. around everything. And for sure, that is just where my passion lies. And doing that type of work is so fulfilling. And I feel like a lot of women come to me, especially when I was focusing solely on um, the health and fitness side of things. And the goal is weight loss. The goal is getting this body. The goal is, you know, having a good relationship with food, whatever it might be. But so quickly you can recognize that that's really got nothing to do with what's playing out for them. Yeah. And I just love, I love the mindset space because the transformations that you experience that, yes, aren't tangible. You can't physically see them. It is just the most incredible thing. Like I feel like I could go on about it forever, but I just love that space. And I feel like during that time was probably the catalyst for that change for me. Yeah. And I love that mindset. It's nothing to do with how you look. It's nothing to do with your you know, how your body looks or anything like that. Whereas, you know, being a PT, there is that kind of element. Whereas, you know, the mindset is so, it's really empowering. And once you master certain aspects of your mindset, it's just like a game changer and you can apply it to so many areas of your life, not just fitness. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. It's almost like connecting the dots. I always like to say that to the girls. I'm like, we're in here and we're just connecting dots because a lot of the time we don't, understand why we do the things we do we don't understand why we say the things that we say or act the way we act or um, shop in relationships the way that we do or shop in our health and fitness the way that we do and the minute you can take yourself back to like childhood early early childhood like three four five all the way up you can just start to recognize why it is you are the way you are and so much clarity and peace comes from that so moving forward it makes integrating and changing so much easier Mm. but I think at the moment it's like well, why can't I be motivated or why can't I do this or I'm so lazy or I procrastinate and all these things. But that is such a surface level way of actually understanding what's playing out for you on more of a subconscious level. Yeah, Yeah, so true. I love and I love the snowball effect of um, making little changes and not realising you know, how you might not realize how one thing affects the other, or you might think your goal is one thing, but if you just kind of fix this little thing over here, it kind of, you know, leaks Mm. into everything else. So yeah, super interesting stuff. Um, We've heard you chat a lot about investing in yourself and how this has changed your life. Can you talk to us about this? Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like this is just like a huge passion for me, just talking about spending money on yourself. I love it. I find it so interesting and especially, yeah, yeah, I've heard you talk about it on your own podcast and I'm like, Mm. I need her to explain to our listeners because it's so powerful. It's so powerful. And the way I see it is you are your best investment. And a lot of the time we, I mean, there's so many reasons that we struggle with um, money beliefs. It's conditioning, it's our parents, it's our upbringing. Like there's so many um, things that come into just that, like that tangible action of like, I'm going to spend X amount of money on myself. Right. But I think for me, it was the start of 2021. So last year or the end of 2020 rather, where I was like, you know what, I've got all this money in my bank account. And I quite literally, I came from 
I guess such a scarce mindset around money. I remember I was still living at home at that time. And if mum and dad asked me to go and like, you know, buy some meat for dinner or pick this up and I had to spend my $20 on dinner for the whole family, I'm like, how could you ask me to spend $20 on everyone, (laughs) right? It was like, I couldn't possibly like buy a bag of apples, but that's the mindset you're coming from because I felt like every cent that I earned just had to go straight into savings. Mm. And I, I maybe gave myself like $30 a week. And I'm like, that's it. And I was earning wow. pretty good money, you know, like reasonably good money. Um, but that mindset, I could recognize that it wasn't healthy. And I experienced a lot of anxiety around money as well. Mm-hmm. And I thought coming into 2021, and I said to dad, just to take a step back, like when I quit uni, I said, dad, watch me. I'm going to spend four years that I would have spent in a degree building a business. And I'm going to make 10 times what I would have from that degree. So for me, I thought, okay, if that is actually my goal and I'm serious about that, I need to learn how to run a business. And that investment needs to look like having a coach or something that's going to really help me get there. So I thought, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to invest in a coach. I scrolled down Instagram. I was looking at all these business coaches. I inquired. She said to me, all right, $6,000 for a six-month container together. And for me, I'm like, what's container? What's coaching? Like, what does mm-hmm. you know? Like, I, I was new to that sort of thing. So I'm like, I don't even understand all of this. Mm-hmm. But I, I was like, yep, all right, I'm gonna do it. About a week later, everyone in my life's like, why would you? Why would you spend six thousand dollars on this? That's ridiculous. That's this. Who even is this girl? Like, all these things came up, right? Yeah. Conditioning and and projection from everyone in my life. I called her and I said, I'm so sorry. I'm gonna have to pull out. I just don't have the money right now. I just, I just can't do it. And she was like, you know what? In, your, in the first call I had with you, I promised you that I was going to hold you to a high standard. So great. I'm so glad that you called me, but you're going to do this. I feel like we flex our Northern Rivers upbringing at least once an episode. But if you've ever walked down the streets of Byron, you'll know how iconic a waft of incense is. What a throwback. Chucking a beer at the beach hotel while you're at it. Yes. Oh my God. That reminds me of that instant calm you get on a salty coastal holiday. Literally one of the best feelings in the world. That's how I feel when this is incense is burning in my space. Blended from Australian essential oils with no synthetic fragrances. This is incense co-founders Soph and Simon have truly revolutionized incense into a luxurious daily ritual, serving as a reminder to slow down our busy minds. There are seven scents inspired by their favorite coastlines of Australia, including Margaret River, Tasmania, and our fave Byron Bay. Treat yourself and your nostrils with 20% off using the code, some would say 20, at thisisincense.com.au. And she just called me out of my shit and I was like, "Wow, I actually do have the money. <laughs> You're like, true. <laughs> yeah. And that was the biggest thing for me because I, at the time, I'm, I don't mind if talking money, but I had around, I think it was around $50,000 saved. And I saved, like I said, every single cent that I earned. So if I earned $1,000 that week, 970 was going into savings. Wow. Like I was putting everything away. Holy so moly. Like, yeah. Like I could not for the life of me spend a cent, um, which is not obviously um, from an abundance mindset. It's horrible. So yeah. spending the 6K, I have the money there, but it felt so scary for me to do that. And once I did it, I was like, okay, it feels all right. And I still had a bit of an icky mindset around it. And then come March of that year, Sorry, this is a really long story around investing. No, I love it. <laughs> but come March of that year, I went on a business retreat with my coach and another group of women, and she came up with an offer that was $15,000 for a 12-month container. 
And I was like, hmm, fuck it, I think I need to do it. And I walked up the back, I transferred the money, I tapped my card and I drove home from the Gold Coast. So for me, around a three-hour drive. Oh, my God, I just got chills. <laughs> and I drove home. And, and manifestation, like money mindset, coaching, all these words were so new to me. I was like, I don't even really like get all of this, but I want to get it. Yeah. And that was a really huge driving force for me, I think, in making that investment. But I remember driving home in complete silence and I'm like, what have I done? Like I have dropped now $21,000 in three months on coaching. Oh my goodness. Right. And I just moved out of home. So there was like all of these things around me, like not wanting to buy a bag of apples. And here I am just <laughs> dropping like tens of thousands of dollars. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh my I'm, gosh. I'm driving home and I said to myself, I need a sign. Like I just need to see something that's, you know, giving me an indication that that was the right thing to do. And I kid you not within like about 30 seconds, maybe a minute, a bus came past and it was five, five, five. Five, five, the bus number. Oh my gosh. And I was like, call it what you want, but that was my son. I'm like, I'm going to take that and run with it. And from that point forward, I look, I think, what is it, April? I think I'm up to around 30K for this year so far in terms of what I've invested. But what that investment has taught me and given me is so much more than just like the tangible result that someone can give you. Mm-hmm. It's not about like what that person can give you. And I think when you come from a mindset where you're always looking, for tangible things with your money. Like a lot of the time we look at ourselves as an investment and there's nothing tangible that comes from it. It's not like we get the bag or we get the shoes or we get um, the meal or we get the holiday. It's like, why would I spend that money on me? Like I'm just going to be me at the end of this. But one thing that has stuck with me and I often tell clients is you can only take your life as far as you're willing to take yourself. Mm. And if your mindset is this fear of failure, you procrastinate, you're ruled by your ego, you let everyone else dictate how you feel, you're really struggling with limiting beliefs, what makes you think that you're going to have your dream career, have the amazing relationship, attract you know, amazing friendships, have the money to travel, have the life that you desire? I feel like when you are so driven by money in that sense and you feel like you're not worthy of the investment, your life is going to attract that. Yeah. And reflect where your mindset is at. Absolutely. I've heard that statement in a similar kind of aspect, but more to do with business. It's like you can't out, your business can't outgrow you. And it's, it's exactly kind of what you've done. You know, you've invested in a coach. And so the coaching aspect um, Mm. that you invested in, that was to do with uh, like your mindset and your business. Is that correct? Yeah, all around business and mindset. And I think originally I'm like, no, I'm coming in for the structure. Like I just want to know how to run a business. Mm -hmm. But when you realize the energetics behind business and how much it has to do with you and what you're actually going through on like an energetic level and how you perceive things. Absolutely. Like the craziest thing, which you girls would know. Yeah. Yeah, Well, and even for, you know, what you offer too, Mm. I feel like clients pick up on that energy and they're either pulled to you or like repelled by you. So it's obviously you know done amazing things for you um and I really wanted this chat to be around mindset because as as I said before I feel like there's been a real pivot in your um offerings as a coach Mm -hmm. so I wanted to ask what some actionable tools are that you could leave our listeners with to improve their mindset Yeah, I feel like there's so many. It's so hard to narrow it down to a few. I think first and foremost, um, for your mindset, just 
dive into this space around mindset, around um, energetics, around subconscious beliefs, start diving into that space wherever you feel comfortable. So if it is listening to podcasts, start utilizing that platform. Is it, if it's reading books, start reading books. If it's joining a masterclass for $100 because that feels good for you, join the masterclass. Just start to get in the energy of people that you are um, inspired by. I feel like proximity and environment has so much to do with your own growth. And a lot of the time it's so easy to look at everyone else and be like, oh, she's doing so well. Their podcast is killing it. She just got a pay rise. Like their relationship's incredible. It's so easy to project and think everyone else is there because they're lucky. Mm -hmm. But if you want to get in that energy and if you want to be on the level that they're at, get inside their space, get inside their energy and be in close proximity with those people. So like I said, if it's a book and that feels good for you, read the book. If it's a podcast, listen to the podcast, but start to dive into this work and just watch your external world change because the rest in terms of like habits and um, all of the things, routines and structure and the way that you show up will change as a byproduct of that work. Yeah. So it's hard to say, oh, focus on a routine or try and, you know, set your alarm like earlier in the morning because they're, they're great and they're tangible things, but you won't do that until you work on yourself on a subconscious level. Mm, absolutely. I'm actually, yeah. it's funny you say this, I'm reading a book. What's it called? I was telling you this morning, it's called... Oh, it's the Mindset of... Um, How to Break the Habit uh, of Being Yourself. Uh, yeah. By breaking, Joe, the, breaking the Habit breaking. of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Yeah. yeah. I love that title. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he talks about exactly what you were just saying um, mm. about, you know, the energetics and everything like that. Yeah. there's it, it's, it's so cool. There's so, I mean it's like never ending work. And that's why I think it's so fun. And I arguably feel like addicted to this type of work and growth because I know that the more you push yourself and the more you, the more you know yourself, the further that you can go in so many areas. And I was even saying to Soph, who's my co-host <laughs> on Drink More Water, um, how much I value my friendships now. And I feel like you girls obviously have a really incredible friendship too, but it's a testament to your growth on personal levels. But I love how intentional and direct and upfront and safe and just all the things my friendships are now. Yeah. But if I reflect back like three years ago, they they weren't that. And I didn't feel like I could even really be my authentic self. But you know, as an example, the other day, my friend actually messaged me and she was like, oh, um, I'm going to grab stuff for our pizzas tomorrow night. And I was like, sweet, thank you. And then she said, um, what do you need? And I just said pizza sauce and sent it back, right? And then she was like, roger that. And insignificant. But about a day later, I went back to text her and saw those messages. And I thought, wow, if that was me about even 18 months ago, I would have been like, can you please grab some pizza sauce? Like, thank mm. you so much. If you want me to transfer you the money, let me know yeah. if I'll transfer the money. So much fluff and like so much, um, yeah, like just such a reflection of where I was at then. And I love how direct things can be now and how easy things can be, yeah. but it just comes with communication and growth. And I just had this huge moment of gratitude the other morning where I thought, fuck, I'm so grateful for the life that I'm living but I also am so grateful that I intentionally made this happen for myself mm. you know nothing in my world is an accident and I have invested a freaking house deposit in myself at this point <laughs> like, I, I've I've done the deeds and you don't have to do that it's not about investing tens of thousands but it, yeah like it's just your life will be a reflection of how far you want to take yourself and I feel like if you can take that away so much good will come from that yeah 
Oh, that's amazing. Mm. Riley, what have you got coming up that people listening should be aware of? Any goals in the pipeline? Well, I feel like this year is a huge year for like balancing that feminine and masculine energy in my business. And with that, I'm coming out with a lot of new offers, a lot more masterclasses, a lot more short courses. So they're a lot more accessible to more people, which is really cool. But I'm definitely going to be heading more so down the mindset space, which yeah, I'm so, so excited about. And today's photo shoot was actually um, to do with a new um, course that's launching in about six, six weeks time, which is going to be life-changing. This Ooh. Course. I'm so excited. I feel <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I'm Can really you tell us anything about it? It is, it's good. <laughs> it's going to be a group. I can say that. It's going to be a group um, mastermind type program, but just yeah community like potent just all of the things focusing on like alignment embodiment it's gonna be really cool how exciting yeah that's so awesome um well we like to end our chats with a little bit of extra fun um and so we've got four unknown questions in a would you rather format that we want to ask you okay so the first question that we Mm. have for you is would you rather never meditate or never journal again? Never meditate. That's an easy one for me. I, I oh. can't sit still. I can't sit still. I thought I was like, oh, this is so going to get her. Like she's probably yeah. the biggest meditator ever. <laughs> I feel like my meditation tends to be things like going for a run without headphones or that's like my form of meditation where I'm like in my own zone, my headphones are in, no sound on. Mm. But sitting and meditating, I'm working on it. But journaling's my go-to for sure. Yeah, okay, there you go. Yeah. I feel like I can relate to that. I feel like sometimes meditation feels more like a, a stressful task than <laughs> yeah. that totally defeats the purpose of what we're meant to be doing. Yeah, yeah, I can relate to that. All right, question yeah. two. Would you rather coach only one person to their 100% potential or coach hundreds of people but them all only reach 70% potential? Easily one. I think there's, I, yeah, I just, I, one-on-one work is so like, it's, it's, it's so cool. I love it. And I feel like that to me would be way more valuable than knowing that everyone's just there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, we asked the same question to Chloe and she said the same thing to you. She was like, it doesn't matter about the numbers to me. It's more about, you know, making sure that that one person is actually getting the a hundred percent value. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Easy. Okay, question number three. Would you rather forget your earphones when you're going to work out or not sleep well when you know you've got a big day the next day? Oh, I reckon the headphones. I'm more than happy to forget those. Sleep is my shit. I'm like, I need to get my sleep. And if I don't get my sleep, it's just, it's not a good day. <laughs> For so anyone yeah, involved. I, oh, honestly, anyone. I'm no. exactly the same. I, yeah. a couple of my friends um, have babies now and she was telling me about that she hasn't slept properly in, or she hasn't slept over five hours or something in over a year. Oh, and I was God. just like, I honestly could not live like no. I don't think I would be surviving <laughs> no my sister's the same she's got um my niece is around I think 15 months now and I had one night with her the other night and I think I slept 40 minutes and I, I <gasps> mother I can't do I I don't have I don't have words I just don't know if I'm ever going to be able to do it uh, <laughs> I know honestly I'm exact I'm such a sleep person I love my sleep 
That's Must. stressful. I'd have a kid tomorrow if I knew I would sleep. Yeah. Now <laughs> yeah, that we don't. <laughs> All right. Last question. Would you rather never be able to lift weights again or never be able to go for a run ever again? Easily never go for a run. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you, I've seen you train like on your stories and stuff. You love lifting weights. Yeah, I just think long-term as well. I feel like running is really hard on your body, so it's like more – I mean, yeah. honestly, my back is, is cooked from running at the moment, so I feel like I'm, I'm in a state where I'm like, I can feel my back sitting here, and I'm like, yeah, no, no running. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, that's so, amazing. Yeah. Well, where can everyone find you and your amazing um, services that you offer too? Amazing. Well, I'm on Instagram no longer as Riley Fit PT. I'm Riley May Coaching now um, on Instagram, and then I've got our podcast, Drink More Water. Dot podcast, I think through Instagram, um, and then what else? YouTube, which is just Riley Fitness, I believe. Amazing. Right. Yes. <laughs> <Great. laughs> That's right. We'll link it down below. Um, thank you so much for joining us, Riley. It's been a pleasure, and I can't wait to follow. Um, all the exciting things that are coming up for you. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Thanks Riley. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's chat. If you loved what we had to say, hit subscribe, leave us a review and find us on Instagram at some would say podcast. Talk then.